Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Jesus Stories, the podcast. We share the stories of people who are living out their faith in Jesus in their lives, writing their own Jesus stories in the process. Today, we're going to feature two stories in one episode, but I'm not going to tell those stories to you. These two people will tell their stories themselves, so stick around. We'll start in just a moment. First, I've got to remind you that these Jesus stories come to you because you support us, both financially and in prayer. You can find out how to support us if you want to join that effort by visiting the website. It's jesusstories.info. Click on the Support This Podcast tab. That's jesusstories.info. And don't forget, we began this podcast by telling the entire story of Jesus' life first 40-something episodes are about his life. So all those episodes are available in Backplay on uh, most podcast players and on the website, jesusstories.info. So where do you expect to hear someone's Jesus story told? Maybe in a church setting? Maybe in a one-on-one meeting over coffee or tea? How about in a school assembly? A public school assembly? No, some of you might say, particularly if you're in the United States, isn't there separation of church and state? That does scare some people off from telling a Jesus story in that setting. But to me, to hear a Jesus story from a high school graduate is delightful to hear. It's even more inspiring to know that it's being delivered by the high school valedictorian at a graduation ceremony. Everybody, her classmates, her family, all of the families of the graduates are going to hear the story. And some may understand something more about Jesus in the hearing. So today, I want to share two graduation speeches with you. The first one I happened to come across because it was a viral post on Facebook. Lydia Owens, who's from the Greenville, South Carolina area, shared a story of loss and triumph. Triumph that's only possible because she has put her faith in Jesus Christ. Take a listen. Good morning and welcome graduates, families, friends, and the Wilmot High School faculty and staff. My name is Lydia Owens, and I'm honored to be your valedictorian and senior class president. Today, I want to share with you a lesson that I've learned about success. Ever since I can remember, I have always wrestled with perfectionism. I would spend numerous days and nights putting my schoolwork over everything else in my life, and I placed my value in my academic achievements. I believed I was only good enough if I made an A on every assignment because to me, success meant being perfect. As we begin this next chapter of our lives, I want you to consider what success means to you. Is success attending your dream college or getting your dream job? Is success having a lot of money or a lot of friends? When you decide what success means to you, understand that the things you will accomplish in your lifetime do have value. However, your successes are not what make you valuable because you are so much more than how well you perform. 
If you place your identity in what you accomplish and you believe that you're only good enough if you succeed, what happens when you fail? What happens when you don't get into your dream college or you don't get your dream job? What happens when you don't have a lot of money or you don't have a lot of friends? Placing your identity in the things of this world will disappoint you because they are only temporary. I had that reality check almost two years ago when my mom passed away. When tragedy struck my life, it was not my grades nor my accomplishments that helped me navigate through that loss. When everything else in my life felt uncertain, the only person that I could depend on to say the same was Jesus. My perspective of success drastically changed because I realized that the many years I spent placing my worth in my academics meant absolutely nothing in light of eternity. Speaking from my experience, constantly striving to be perfect has never satisfied me. But what does satisfy me is knowing that my worth is not found in my successes or my failures. My worth and your worth is found in Jesus because he is the only one who will ever satisfy us. No matter what your future holds, please remember that life is so much more than how successful you are. Even if you accomplish all of your dreams or none of them at all, you are still valuable and you are still good enough because you are made in the image of God. You don't have to worry about whether or not you'll be successful because God promises that his grace is sufficient for us and that his power is made perfect in our weaknesses. Now, I want to give you an opportunity to take a deep breath forget about the future for a second, and realize that you've made it to this moment. Look at your classmates, your teachers, your friends, and your families. They are here to support you because you've reached a huge milestone in your life. Today, you are graduating, and I know we all have different defini definitions of success, but we've made it through 13 years of education. And to me, I think that makes us pretty successful. Thank you. Our second story comes from suburban Houston, Texas. Campbell Lino jumped right into her speech with her Jesus story. Take a listen. Hi, y'all. It's a privilege to be standing here as valedictorian. Um, I want to congratulate our salutatorian and one of my best friends, Kaylee, and the rest of the top 10 on all of your hard work. Now I want to talk to you all about the most important person in my life, Jesus Christ, and how he has changed my life. Before I understood who Jesus is, my life was very confusing to me. On the one hand, I had some really good gifts. Academics and foreign languages came pretty easily to me. I had a great family and awesome friends. On the other hand, things were kind of confusing. The things that I was seeing and hearing in the world didn't make sense. I knew that I was very self-centered and I struggled to find happiness. But then I learned that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and therefore he is the true king of the human race. Where his rule and reign is allowed, humans thrive. Where he is not allowed to be king, there is brokenness and suffering. But I also learned that he loves me so much all of us, in fact, that he died on the cross in our place, and three days later, he rose again, paying the penalty 
for us not allowing him to be king in full. When I changed my mind and I made Jesus the king of my life, he completely changed me. I was filled with a peace and a joy that I had never experienced before. I no longer had a sense of dissatisfaction and restlessness about my life. I started to become measurably less and less self-centered, and the things that I was seeing and hearing in the world started to make sense. In fact, even though winning this contest for valedictorian feels so awesome, it cannot compare to the joy that Jesus has brought into my life. What Jesus has done for me, he does for anyone that accepts him as their personal king. All you have to do is admit that you have not allowed him to be the king of your life. Believe that his death, burial, and resurrection completely pays the penalty for that decision and confess him as your savior and Lord. I encourage you all to make that decision today. If you want to know more, I invite you to visit my church, Northeast Houston Baptist Church. It's right by our school across the street from Iguana Joe's. Thank you for listening to me today. I hope you remember what I've said to you. So thank you to Ms. Owens and Ms. Lino for sharing the most important lesson from your young lives, a lesson which is relevant for all of us regardless of age. Perhaps we'll hear more from them as their faith grows and opportunities for their boldness in sharing come their way. By the way, if you know either of these young ladies, would you steer them to my website, jesusstories.info? I'd love to talk with them about their Jesus stories, maybe even interview them for the program here. It's jesusstories.info slash talk to us. These stories come to you because you pray for us and you support us, and we thank you for that. Won't you consider joining us in this effort? You can find out how. Go to jesusstories.info, click on Support This Podcast. That's the tab, Support This Podcast. Well, next week I'm going to be on vacation, and uh, we're visiting two of the grandchildren. So our next Jesus Stories episode, in two weeks, we're going to revisit an older episode. Which one will it be? Well, you you have a chance to maybe weigh in a little bit. Do you have a favorite? What would you like to hear again? I haven't decided which episode to put up, but you can help me out if you'd like to, maybe with your own suggestion. Write to me through the website, jesusstories.info. Click on the Talk to Us tab for ways to be in touch. In the meantime, have a great couple of weeks. We'll talk to you in two weeks. God bless. Sweet is that ever was heard.